We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, John Helton. Hey everybody, it's John Halpin. Welcome to the Thursday, November 30th edition of the Roadwire Fantasy Football Podcast, sponsored by FanDuel. Uh, Tim Heaney's with me today. Like every Thursday, we're going to preview all the games of Week 13. No buys, you know, no weirdness. 16 games we're going to um, get through them. But first, me being a lifelong New York Giants fan and Tim being in the New York area, since we last recorded on Tuesday morning, the Eli Manning news has been the talk of the NFL, which I, I don't know if that's good or not for a two and nine team. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think it can improve anything, but <laughs> <laughs> right. so, all right, here's my thing with you, you, this. You, you, Giants fan go, goes first here. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I don't know that there was going to be a great way for them to handle this. Because I've been having these conversations with my friends for weeks about, oh, they got to make a change. They got to make a change. They got But the, the change, I think the problem was if they had said, we're going to go with Davis Webb, people would have went, all right. You know, I can see it. They drafted the guy in the third round. They want to see what they have. Fine. The Geno Smith thing is what threw everybody. That people yeah, were like, yeah. what in the world? Are they doing? And it's funny. I, I was, you know, the 
the the Twitter conversation is always fun. And Chris Les, Chris Les, Chris was like, no sympathy, no sentimentality, nothing. He's like, drag Eli's carcass off the field. Right. That's Chris's style. But but he, but his point was, (laughs) you know, when people were yelling about Geno Smith, he was like, well, we we thought the same thing about Case Keenum. I don't know that I'd go that far. Yeah. You know, Chris did make a good point about how Geno was, you know, getting punched in the face. That kind of ruined his momentum if he had any to begin with as a starter. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think you have, I'll finish my thought when you're done. If you are. I don't think Case Keenum ever reached the depths that Geno Smith did. And that's just, and that's off the top of my head. That's not me digging into the numbers. I know his numbers are worse. Pick interception to touchdown wise and all that. Well, Keenum's also a better pocket quarterback. He's got a little bit more and, and the Vikings offense around him is just, you know, right. You'd be thankful to have that much talent around you. And G- and and Case Keenum doesn't seem like he ever had a teammate in the NFL who wanted to punch him in the face. <laughs> and or, got or no, no sympathy when he got punched in the face. Right. <laughs> he was just kind of, yeah, journeyman backup, you know, lands in a great situation this year. Maybe, maybe something's clicked with him, you maybe. know, maybe, or maybe it's just the system. We don't know that. So I, I think the web thing is what threw everybody. I don't know. I mean, and, and definitely they bungled it. I mean, you almost, I know we're saying this after the fact, but you had to know that if you approached this guy and said, you know, we're going to let you play part of the game, but then work the other guys in. I, right. I, when I heard that, I went, well, of course he said no. Right. Well, I mean, do, do you do you want to have the PR of keeping his start streak alive? Do you want to have the team relations of, you know, all right, well, since the games don't mean anything for us now or whatever, we'll set, sit you out at halftime and second half, these guys can kind of take the wing of things, you know, because they're in a spot where they, they're kind of in between. They've won too many games to be, you know, guaranteed a top two spot at this point because the, the Browns and Niners are probably going to, finish lower than them though we don't know maybe the Niners will actually win games with Jimmy G now right and maybe that is is what they're getting accomplished you know they're tanking already got accomplished they already have their quarterback maybe they'll draft a different pick different type of position player next year but I I think it's the right call I think the PR and the way they went about it could have been handled a little better yeah if you care if you care about that right and I, I think I mean and, and not just the PR but the, but the way they approached him about it. Like I said, the Geno Smith part and the, the, the starting the game and, and, you know, just to keep the streak alive part. That was just clumsy, man. I think you could have prepped for it better. I don't know. I mean, there, there was going to be no smooth way to do it where the guy was uh, happy. I get that. Well, right. So but I don't you got to make the most amicable. If you're the if you're brass, you got to just say, all right, you know, if you're actually a good manager, or a good you know, organizational person. You, you have to kind of meet in the middle on a lot of things. See, if you do want to keep, let him keep that star streak, if it means a lot to him, then you do that. I mean, you know, I, I'm all, I'm, you know, we, we, we do kind of take the cold calculated point because being the fantasy analyst, we're looking at, you know, all right, the overarching picture without the player, you know, emotion involved in this stuff. I get that there's that now, you know, you have, you have to account for that in real life and stuff like that. So, you know, it, it, yeah, you're right. It's just going to be, it's a messy situation to transition either way. Cause a guy like that, even with his declining skill has been a big part of New York for a lot of years. Yeah. But I mean, comp- comparing this to the Jarek Jeter thing is just like, you know, way opposite of what I, happened. Right. And and, and the, the people who are unsentimental, you know, Eli stinks. I can't believe people are reacting like this about Eli Manning. You know what? I, I agree that he's not that, that the, the Super Bowls have maybe made his career look better than mm-hmm. than it really has been. And I, I'm, I'm under no delusion with him. He's not he's not a superstar and hasn't been. I mean, is he going to go to the Hall of Fame? I don't know. I don't know if he should. If he gets in, I'll be happy, right? Right. But 
I mean, he the anyone who's he he's been he's been a star a pretty solid starting quarterback in the NFL for for almost fourteen years. Yeah, solid. I mean, it's it's not, not like yeah. you know this is this is not benching Sam Bradford. It's different, right? You know, he won two Super Bowls, which I mean, it matters. It means something. Even if they, you know, the defense wanted more than he did, whatever you want to say. Yeah, right. Exactly. But man, I mean, don't, <laughs> yeah. you know, whoa, whoa, why, why is this a big deal? Come on, get your, get your analytical hat off for just a second, please. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like I said, I fall in the middle of two camps here. I do, I, I do think it was the good decision to try to, you have to see what you have now, I think. Yeah. You have to move forward. And, you know, if you realize on the team this next year, you have to get a, a glimpse of what these guys can offer you, Davis Webb or Gino, whatever. Um, you know, it, yeah. I, both sides have their point. I'm, I'm going to probably play the mill on this one, but I think you have to realize that there's not just cold stuff to this one when you're dealing with it as a team. Well, and the so. thing that the other thing that surprised me, uh, like I said, I, I was in the camp that if it was Webb, I, it would have made more sense to me. I'm not saying it didn't. Yeah. And, I, and I get the whole the other part of, you know, it, I mean, Peyton, Pey, it happened to Peyton. It happened to Joe Montana. It happens to just about everybody. And that's mm-hmm. fine. It was going to happen at some point. But the, when I read the other day, because these conversations I've been having with my buddies in New York, they said, we got to see what Webb is. And I'm going, they see Webb in practice every day. Maybe they don't, they don't think he can play yet. I don't know. Mm. But then when I read stuff a couple of days ago about, well, Webb wasn't even taking all the scout team reps yet. I mean, why? Right. I mean, unless they think he can't play, then he, I think he should have been ready for this. I mean, I think the odds that Geno Smith is going to be a good NFL quarterback that you want to go with next year are pretty slim. It's possible, but yeah, not likely. I, I, I think you have to see at least one game this year with Gino, and that that's what they're doing. They're getting out of the way as early as possible. It seems like so. I guess I see the I see the merit to that. All right, I don't know. Maybe I mean I just think Webb. If, if they thought for a while that this was a possibility, then mm-hmm. they if they thought Webb was was in the mix, then they should have done more to get him ready. Right. And, and I'll even also argue the counterpoint to all this. They're not going to get a look at their prime offense with these guys either. It's going to be Shepard and Ingram and, right. you know, the, they're missing Beckham. You know, Marshall, I don't know if he'll be back next year because I, I can imagine him being a cut candidate. But, yep. you know, not having Beckham, that's not going to elevate any quarterback. So, All right. And the other thing, if anyone is tempted to play the matchup game and look at the Raiders, <laughs> even if you think – even if you're DFSing and saying the Raider defense – is an argument for Geno Smith. Just remember, it might not just be Geno Smith. Right. It might be Smith and Webb. You're, you're looking at a quarterback who's not going to get a full game, most likely. So Thanks. don't, don't yeah. play with that even – don't even spend a dollar to play with that. If there's DFS IDP, you got to go with Khalil Mack for like eight sacks, right? <laughs> I mean <laughs> – Thank God. <laughs> I don't know. what. Well, doesn't that game look – we'll get to that game in a minute. We'll get to that game. Yeah. I, I want to save some more juice for that. All right, everybody. We've got, we got 16 <laughs> games to get through. We spent a lot of yeah. time on Eli Manning, who's no longer fantasy relevant. So uh, let's move Drop on. Him. Tim's on Twitter <laughs> at Tim underscore Heaney. I'm actually helping 37. You can also tweet us at Rotowire. You can get the player updates from our, our Rotowire – at Rotowire NFL feed. And uh, we're on Facebook um, where we've got lots of stuff going on this week. Okay, let, let's just crank through. We've got 16 games. So I think, we're, I think we might be at a little more of an accelerated pace than we're usually at. Um, Redskins-Cowboys. We'll <laughs> yeah. Can the Cowboys, sometimes it looks too easy. And that's lazy analysis, I admit. It looks, mm-hmm. the Cow, we're all looking at the Cowboys. We're going, disaster. 
it's over. They stink. Look how bad they've been. 22 points in three games. They can't do anything. Is that too easy for tonight? I, I think they'll be better. I think if you attack the right parts of the Redskins secondary, you can can, can succeed a little bit better. Uh, you know, you, you figure, you know, um, you, you figure the, the, the Dak matchup with, um, you know, what's it? <laughs> why am I? Blanking on his name, uh, you know the cornerback for the Redskins, Josh Norman. Josh Norman, yeah, I don't know. I know. I I was I was thinking Morgan and all that stuff. I don't know why, but uh, yeah, I, I think if you take Des out of the game and you work around, I think Dallas could actually do some things. Um, I still believe that a Morris Smith running game could actually be okay against this club, especially if Rod Smith gets involved uh, through the air a lot. Um, so I, I don't think it's gonna be as huge a disaster as it is. I think that they actually had some tough matchups before this, and this is actually kind of a breather for them compared to those. So. Okay. Wow. So is that is any Dak bounce back? Any uh, is he is he dead to you fantasy wise at least for tonight? No, not dead. Um, if you're playing the Monday Thursday, that could have been a nice DFS uh, you know sleeper type of thing because you know Lois is I've probably been all year price wise. So I, I think he's a top fifteen quarterback this week. I'll say okay, that. that's fine. I I, I think he, he'll do enough to just kind of adapt to what Norm is going to do on Des. So okay. Anyone and and you know who, uh, yeah Dez is oof man, um, he's getting, he's he's frustrated man. I mean he's not getting separation anymore. Yeah, it, I mean is is this a real? This isn't just you know the quarterbacking's not the offense hasn't been great. This is this there's a Dez issue here. There's a big one. There's a key on Dez issue for okay. for this team because you know I know Derek has mentioned I know a bunch of people on the podcast have mentioned there's just no one complimentary that can you know break you know break loose deep on defenses as as consistently as Dez can so. You know, you're, you're, you're bracketing him in coverage and, you know, then you have guys like Bryce Butler, and Terrence Williams they are good, but they're not good enough to do, you know, anything competent to free Dez up more. So it's tough. Do you like or love Cousins in this spot? Oh, you have to love him. I mean, okay. <laughs> I, guess, I guess my Cowboys defense is it's, it's awful. Uh, you know, the coverage is just, you know, weak and, you know, even without Jordan Reed, you know, he's, he's not, he's not playing again. You know, Sean Lee looks like he's out tonight again, I believe. So. Yeah, he's already listed as out. So okay. the, the whole the whole offense is going to be pretty prime for Washington. All right. Do you? Okay. One more thing. So per, my question, I have an advice question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Wentz or Cousins? If you really want to play it, I guess safe go Wentz. But Wentz has just been really touchdown efficient. I I don't know. I I get the the real life quarterbackness of him is great. I get that he's an awesome guy to have running a team, but his fantasy hasn't always been elite. He, he relies on the touchdowns a lot. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's like you know Ryan Fitzpatrick we've seen in years past have really good touchdown seasons, and then because the the yardage and completions really didn't justify it. I think I think I'd go with Cousins this week DFS definitely. Okay. Um, I think if you want to be safe, you're locked trying to lock up a playoff spot. I could see playing it safer with Wentz because I think the Seahawks do have some injury concerns there. So all right. Um, let's move to Sunday. Vikings, Falcons, uh, Devontae Freeman is going to play mm-hmm. with that said, what happens to Tevin Coleman? I, I think he, I think he kind of goes back to that 10 touches per game type of role, but you know, again, he's a guy that can explode on limited touches. So I, I think you have to still have to consider him as a flex play, uh, especially cause you know, you know, they, they've been using him in the passing game a little more than Freeman when both of them have been on there. So I think against the Vikings defense, he could still be a really big part of the game plan. So you don't think that the way he's played the last few weeks, you don't think it makes them go, you know what? We should get him more work than he got before. It wouldn't surprise you that happened. I don't think you can assume it in fantasy. I think you have to, te- you know, you have to like bring things back with him 
either way because of Freeman's presence. Freeman looking okay, you know, getting out of the concussion protocol. That's a that's a good sign this early in in the practice week. But you know, they 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 have Coleman involved either way. So they're they're gonna they're gonna cater to the guy with the contract, I guess, at running back. And I think okay. that's that's what's gonna happen here. All right, um, Vegas has this the over under forty seven here. So they're not they're not expecting the Vikings defense to to lock down the Falcons. Are you are you a believer in in the idea that the Falcons offense has sort of figured things out? They played the Bucks last week. <laughs> <laughs> OK, I, this is going to be a night. This is going to be like you know, I wouldn't go chasing Julio Jones and DFS because of these cornerback matchups and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a little bit of a reaction to playing a terrible defense. OK, that's fair. Um, Vikings. I mean, I don't know. They are what they are. And Adam Thielen's awesome. Uh, so uh, and true Fano's concussion protocol as well for them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's out of it yet. So both receivers could be huge this week. Okay. Uh, Texans, Titans, Richard Matthews did not practice again on Wednesday. He was out last week. He was sort of a late, he was one of those, he was that Sunday morning surprise a bit. Yeah. Like we, we weren't kind of totally locked into the idea that he wasn't going to play. And then all of a sudden, Oh yeah, he's not gonna play today. Um, and that's, and, and that led all of us Corey Davis truthers to be happy. And that's just, as I said to, I think Derek the other day, I'm just, you know, I'm so, I'm so dejected about that one. I'm, yeah. I'm going to take the L on that, even if he has a big yeah. game or two. Um, a friend of the podcast and RotoWire, Scott Pianowski, um, had a joke about, oh, I'm so glad I picked Corey Davis today for my routes run and snap count leagues, <laughs> which, uh, you know, <laughs> kind of defines what, what everyone experience i think yes i mean it's you know against the bad defense it seemed to make sense right who'd they play last week someone not good colts colts yeah yeah Yeah. all right fine take the l it's it's okay hey dfs you know it was it was it was a good gamble because the 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 reward was there yeah so um is this i mean again i'm I'm gonna say the same thing i say every week i'm gonna watch this game and the and the titans are gonna Uh, win they're gonna be eight and four and i'm gonna go "Eh, sure Whatever. Eight, eight and four, huh? Right. <laughs> Helps you play in this division. Impress me. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Why don't you? Um, yeah. Did you did you see the clowny highlights from the other night, by the way, the clips that people were? Oh, no, I was I was I was watching. He 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 looked nice, man. I mean, he, he's kind of holding this defense down with all those injuries. So, yep. Yeah, he's, a really good job. He's an interesting guy. Um, yeah. he's, he's playing great. But the, but the one play, the weird one, there was a run and he sort of he basically did a superhero Hulk move on somebody. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, and I kind of looked at it. I went, hey, nice. Why didn't he tackle the guy? Yeah. <laughs> well, this, the pure athleticism is, is pretty ridiculous for him. Yes. So. Um, Football technicality. Eh, we'll see. <laughs> um, Texans, Hopkins limited in practice a little bit so far. I, yeah, I think that's playing it safe. So. Okay. All right. Um, Looks like it. If Matthews doesn't play, I don't know, Decker, anybody besides Delaney Walker? Uh, I, ugh, I don't care. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll give you one. Henry or Murray, pick one. Uh, Henry just looks better. I yeah. mean, Murray got the touchdown last week. That's really the, the big victory there. I think I, I would argue Henry's, you know, the better, better overall running back right now. But yeah, I'm going to side with Henry. Yeah, I, I think I am too. And that t- what, wasn't the touchdown. It was the Murray was the short man. There was a two man backfield. I believe he so. Started, he was almost lined up like a fullback. I, th- I thought I saw that. I might be wrong. I, I would have to confirm that. But yeah. it, it was just, you know, it was a gimme touchdown, whatever. You right. Know? Um, yeah, but he looked, I mean, I mean, Murray, he might be done, right? Or, or not totally yeah. done, but 
a different he 30, guy. He's 30, 31, right? Something like that. I so. think he's 29 technically. Oh, he is? Okay. Well, technically, an age is not technically. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's 29. So He's 29? When does he turn yeah. 30 here? February. Okay. Um, right. Never mind. All right, Chiefs, Jets. What do we got oh, here? Oh, man. Um, this is wait, a – Wake up Chiefs offense. Oh, my what God. Do you, what do you do with this one? I mean, basically, do you – again, it tra- – you, you know, trends are trends till they aren't in this league. Right. And I'm looking at the Chiefs. I'm going, I mean, I don't think they're going to go six and ten. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, they're in free fall, certainly. Yeah. But at some point you have to. I mean, the, Jet, the Jets have been pretty solid at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they won some games. They've kept the games close against the good teams that they've lost to you, the Falcons and the Panthers and whoever. Right. And, you know, I mean, what, what do you do? I, I think the Jets win. Yeah. I, but I don't know. The Jets. The Jets are a different team at home. You're absolutely right. Um, against this secondary with, you know, I always say target. We, we, we've been saying how long target away from Marcus Peters. The yeah. Jets have guys that can do that. They have running backs. If they actually learn how to use them in the passing game again, that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. I, Chiefs don't have an offensive identity right now. So, right. and this offense, this defensive line of the Jets, you know, even, even trading from depth this, this season, still very underrated. What do you tell a Kareem Hunt owner? Cross your fingers, but you have to start him, I think. You have to start him? <laughs> I think it's a flex at least, um, unless you're really stacked. It dep- you know, you got to consider the context of what you have. I, I still it, – it, it's a usage problem, I think. I don't think it's anything more than that, right? Because, um, you know, you see Sar- Sarkandrick West being on these some of these passing drives. I'm like, why aren't you putting Hunt in space like that? Well, they're not throwing downfield as much anymore, yeah. so it's, it's right. clogging things up. All right, I'll give, you, I'll give you my dilemma. Here you go. I'll, I'll give you an example. Yeah. I've got – my second running back spot on one team, Kareem Hunt or Deion Lewis. Well, my advice for Lewis last week did okay. Um, yeah, got, got that big game, not no touchdown, but I mean, there, there, there's more factors going into Lewis's situation than the, than there are Hunt's situation, which is weird. But Hunt is still, I think, still behind Lewis in my mind. There. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's close. I mean, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you didn't even blink about starting him, and now you have to. Now you have to blink. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's his fault. It's Andy Reid's fault and okay. this offense. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I'm not doubting you. I just don't know. I don't. I don't know if people have figured. Maybe. Maybe people have figured out how to play them. I mean, it's still again. It's still. It's still Alex Smith. Right. And people were going to. I, I, I found it hard. All, all of a sudden, Andy Reid wasn't going to figure out a full season of how Alex Smith was going to start unleashing the ball downfield for 16 games. <laughs> True. I don't, I don't facing, know if that's just yeah. him. And facing that New England defense originally, I think probably skewed things because their, their secondary was so awful at the beginning of the year. Um, you know, that, 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 that kind of put new expectations on the team. Right. They're not in a position to change quarterbacks in Andy Reid's mind because they're still hanging on for playoff life. He doesn't want to trust everything to a rookie. Yep. Uh, so he'll go with Alex Smith and that's going to, that's going to make everybody a little bit less of a ceiling. And, you know, Kelsey, Kelsey will have his big games, I think still. Right. Cause they'll check down and let him do things after the catch. Tyree kill. Eh, I don't yeah. know. Hill and, Hunt, Hill and Hunt are more worried about than Kelsey. I'll okay. That's that. fair. Um, the other one, uh, do we, do we know if Robbie Anderson's going to get stuck with, I mean, no one's stuck, but I don't know. I can't say I know the side of the field Robbie Anderson plays on <laughs> I, generally. I, I, I don't know if Peters Peters is going to shadow either way. Right. So, I think I would trust Anderson to break at least one or two big plays here. I love guys. that guy. Yeah, he proven me proven me not wrong. I was I was like, oh, maybe they could do something, but then I'm like, I I we we all under, underestimated McCown just to get the ball to them. That's Agreed. 
Yep. So, all right, uh, Broncos, Dolphins. Oof. Oh my God, <laughs> Cut- Cutler's going to play. Yay! Revenge game? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh um, I think the the big guy to watch in this game is. I mean, if we think the Broncos are just complete trash at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, the defense is not complete trash, but it's certainly not what we thought. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenyon Drake. That's mm-hmm. that's the play right here. That's that's the play that, you know, is not the obvious one. Right. Um, Unless it know, is obvious to I mean, if to a smart fantasy no. owner, maybe it is obvious because well, Williams is hurt and Drake gets the workload. Right. Workload part, it's obvious. And, and Cenerese Perry is, is injured. Not that he's anything hugely spectacular, but he could be just a change up option. Right. I'm not sure who the heck they're going to they're calling up the um, uh, Smith. I think the, the rookie they're calling up from the practice squad soon if if these guys stay injured. But, yeah, I'm you know, Drake, Drake's one of those guys that can break through, you know, an, an open spot in the line and do a lot afterwards pretty quickly. So, yeah, Drake Drake's definitely a smart play, I think. OK, um, the Bronco receivers. I mean, the Dolphins corner is not so good. Um, the Bronco receivers, as bad as they looked last week, would they have like eight catches for 30 yards combined or something ridiculous like that? But uh-huh. early in the season, whatever you think of Trevor Simeon, when Trevor Simeon was quarterbacking, things for Thomas and Sanders were not so bad. Right. I mean, I know they targeted what Benny Fowler and Cody Latimer got the touchdowns last week. That was just kind of taking what you get in the comeback. So I'm not really judging that for a full game pace. So, yeah, I, they're both wide receiver threes. Threes? Maybe two of Thomas of PPR. Okay. I'll say that. Let me see. I'm trying to think. I, I just see the quarterback stuff still messing with their upside. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think I might have Thomas a little higher than you do, but. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I, I do love Devontae Booker, too, though. Oh, yeah. I, I like that. I think last week, oh. you know what? La- last week, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Because we, a lot of us were getting excited about him before last week. And then last week, you look at the stats, and they're not so good. But you look at the playing time and it's better. And they, they, seem, they seem to want to get him more involved. Right. And I think it'll probably – I think I think he's north of 12 touches this week. I think so. Although I think Anderson on 15 touches still could be really good also. So okay. this, this Miami defense is just horrendous. Yeah. When it comes to that, so. um, Colts, Jags. Last week – the Jags last week did not bother me. I kind of thought they were going to lose that game. and mm-hmm. And I don't – I mean, I, I think the Jags are the Jags, and they'll be fine. And this week, they'll probably turn things around and win, you know, 24 to 10 or something. Well, Saxonville against Jacoby Brissett, who leads the league in sacks for quarterbacks. Yeah. So that's a good combo. <laughs> um, are, are you, so, I mean, T, you want, you're running away screaming if you have T.Y. Hilton and not going anywhere near him. I think, I think you have to. Uh, you know, the cornerbacks the doing their thing, you know, Ramsey and Boyer. And I think it's a Jack Doyle game again. I think, you know, we saw every you know, game's a Jack Doyle game, Tim. That says I keep forgetting. All right. My bad. <laughs> well, well, Hilton was eight targets, two catches, 27 yards against the Jags the last time out. And I think that'll be more of the same there. But yeah, I mean, the, the, the Jaguars are starting to show some weakness against tight ends as well. So that's why, you know, Doyle with a nice comeback here. And, and you're not the, the Jags. Frank Orr is a no. Because, I mean, the whole since they got Darius to run, to run D is better. I would say so. Okay. And T.Y. Hilton, by the way, I know you're going to – if you're looking at his – it's so funny to look at his game by game. Because mm-hmm. he's got these three monster games and then a bunch of crap around it. If you're playing in a rotisserie football league, it's not bad though. No, it's not at all. Because <laughs> for the season, he's got what? 740, 740 yards. yards. This is not terrible. 
19.5 yards a catch, and, and he's still a terrible fantasy play. L- listen to these yardage per game, everybody. Ready? Mm-hmm. 57, 49, 153, 30, 177, 19, 27, 15, 175, 23, 15. <laughs> that's, those, that's unbelievable. Those three big games against the Browns, the 49ers, and the Texans post all those injuries. So, And he, he has not gotten double-digit targets once. Not once. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, thank you. Um, and yes, please, on Leonard Fournette, of course. And, right. Uh, uh, Marquise Lee? Yes, uh, no? Marquise Lee. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I want to see what they do otherwise besides him, but he's the number one. Okay. He, he's, he's the one you go with. Um, Bortle streaming. Yay, nay. Maybe. I have a, I have him backing up Stafford in a two QB league with Brady starting, so I might just I might have to do a switch depending on what happens with Stafford. But I think we'll get to that later. But um, interesting, Bortles is interesting. I'll say that. Jeff it's Erickson good. has Bortles at QB twenty one. Yeah, that's about right. Okay, I might even go a little higher, but I'm a little bolder. I think with that. So Bucks Packers. Mm. Um, Jameis is back. Um, I said this to I, I think it might have been Jake the other day. If Jameis is back, Cameron Braid is back. I won't completely argue that. No, at all. Um, do I want to play him in fantasy besides DFS? Eh. Yeah. You, have be, you have to be in a really sore spot because Howard's still going to be a factor. You think uh, so? Yeah. I, 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 say, I, th- I think if Jameis is back, Brate's the bigger factor. I mean, playing time-wise. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. It, it, that, that situation is just such a confusion to me. Maybe, maybe you'll be right. If you, I mean, if you have to take the risk, if you're really barren on tight ends and the waiver wire, then sure, go for it. Okay. If he's like a... Like a six number sixteen tight end, I could see that for sure. Something like that. What do you have him? Um, let's see here. Brait, I would go. I I, th- I think I have Brait somewhere around twelve or thirteen. Okay, Jeff has him at twenty four. I would split the difference on that. Like I said. So, okay. Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, Doug Martin did not practice on he's Wednesday. Looking, yeah, he's looking more than iffy. Do you do you want any of this mishmash of running backs? Uh, oh man, um, the Peyton Barber two touchdown was just really lucky positioning and lucky timing. Right. He he might be that guy, but he's not going to get many touches, I don't think. Uh, if if you want PPR, try Sims. Okay. You know, because this seems like it'd be that type of game. Jaquiz probably is the best to, for the first two downs. You know, I, I you know we've said earlier in the in the year, you know Dirk Cutter does kind of have the affinity for Jaquiz Rogers. You know, because because of their days from Atlanta, but it, it's messy. I don't want to really be if I'm in a position to have something a little bit better and more stable playing time. Why is it is this close to a playoff decision? Yeah, it's a I'm not going to really trust any of these guys. OK. Any interest in uh, how much interest in Jamal Williams after the way he played Sunday night? I uh, got to see what Aaron Jones status is. I, I don't think he's going to play this week, but you never know. I mean, his timetable looks pretty good against Tampa Bay. I still think it's a pretty good matchup. I think he's an RB, two. Uh, okay. For sure. um, Jeff's got him 20th at running back. So that's yeah. about the same wavelength as you. Um, Lions Ravens. I think the Lions are going to win this. Yeah. I, I, you know, Jimmy Smith showed some, you know, Hopkins kind of, you know, worked him a little bit. I mean, not to say that any of the Lions receivers are as good as Hopkins, but you could tell that there's a different type. Maybe if he, if they put Tate on the outside or something and Marvin Jones has been obviously phenomenal recently. Yes. So, I mean, Marvin Jones has been good enough that even with this matchup, you're still, I mean, you're good. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Okay. Baltimore let Tom Savage do way too much. <laughs> That's true. Because it was weird. I came out of that game Monday and I saw a couple of 
you know, people writing about, how, oh, boy, the Ravens defense is so good. Look at this. win. I'm like, they beat the Texans by seven at home with Tom Savage. I'm not that excited. Yeah. And, and they, they, they had played like a couple of backup quarterbacks. I think that kind of bolstered their their outlook, I think, recently. I'm trying to look at the schedule quickly here. They, they had like some really advantageous matchups before that. Um, Brett, Brett Hundley, one of his first, you know, first games, 23, nothing. Right. And then they killed the Dolphins, which whatever. That doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think it was a little bit overblown heading into that game. And a guy like Hopkins can get to a team like that. Right. So. All right. Um, anyone? Uh, I mean, the, the Ravens backs again, Woodhead and, and Buck Allen are cannibalizing each other, which is not good. Yeah. Um, Collins, is, Collins is number one. He's so. still, I like that guy. I, I you know really like him. Good call on not going with my advice on Sunday. You picked Collins I did. over Lewis, I think. So good yeah. for you. Yeah, what, my cap on that. I still lost, so whatever. Um, yeah. It's because it all was because you I got, benched Marvin Jones on the same team. Right. Well, That's what happened. Yeah. I, I would have told you not to do that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Too late, but whatever. Yeah. I should ask you Wednesday. Um, yeah, right. All right. FanDuel, everybody. FanDuel is fantasy football for everyday fans. New contests starting every week with no busted seasons. There's something for everyone and lots of contests to choose from starting at just a dollar. Just pick a contest, choose your team, watch your score real time. Um, so this week, I was checking out the Rotowire Optimizer as far great as, you know, tool. the value. Great tool. Yeah, great tool. And I, Derek and I always talk about that. I like to you know put in two guys that I really like and tell the optimizer to finish for me. Um, Kenyon Drake is, again, it, it loves Kenyon Drake this week. Value-wise, mm-hmm. it loves him. He's only 5,800 on FanDuel. Really, really loves him. Oh, I, he's been in my lineup already. Really? So. You're all set? Well, Drake has been in my lineup. Well, you know, I'm not saying I'm all set, but Drake was like, I'm, I'm going to get him in there for the volume. So right. he's, he's the guy. Where I'm, I'm starting, and Kenyon Drake is one of the guys I'm starting with, is where you are. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. The other one, different positions. Uh, I mean, Devon, it likes Devontae Adams a lot at 6,500. I mean, that's, that's a price-based thing because the price is not a, a premium price. Right. And Tampa Bay, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Exactly. <laughs> and, and Jared Cook is such chalk. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, the Giants matchup is – and without, without maybe Cooper and definitely Crabtree. It's a, it's a nice setup for him. Well, how is – I mean – I, I would love to, someone from FanDuel to tell me about the, talk to me about the pricing here because Cook. I mean, basically the the, the chalk play is a tight end against the Giants, right? Right. I mean, the last two we well, who did they play last week? Did they give up? I know Kelsey was the first game where they didn't give up a touchdown to a tight end, but Kelsey still had over a hundred yards. Yeah, Kelsey still had a nice game. And last week they played the Redskins and they did not. The tight ends did not get a touchdown again. Yeah, I, I think that had to do with more with blocking, probably. Which right. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to look at the, the opponents. But now Cook is something like the 14th most expensive tight end on FanDuel. And there's nobody – there's literally nobody left to catch passes for the Raiders. Right. So uh, it, it, that, that, That's a flaw. It, that's a market flaw right there. So. Yeah. I mean, if I, yeah. you know, get after it. If you, I mean, Jared, it, see, yeah. it seems obvious, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, everybody's going to have it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I might pivot to Jack Doyle depending yes. on how I feel. Yes. As we talked about before, he's only he's only two hundred dollars more. Yes, for for a better for more secure workload. In so. Jack Doyle, in I'm going to click yeah. his name right now. So I, I like I like that price a lot. That's crazy. All right, over two and a half million players won a cash prize playing on FanDuel to take advantage of our special offer for new users. Sign up today, FanDuel.com/rw. You'll get a free six month RotoWire subscription plus a free entry into the NFL Sunday Million, which offers more than a million dollars in cash prizes, and that's with your first deposit on FanDuel. Just visit fanduel.com slash RW void where prohibited. Good luck, everybody, on FanDuel. Pat's Bills. Um 
Uh, do you want to play Burkhead? He scares me. It, kind of a fluky two touchdown yeah. setup. Um, I, I advise some people to play him as a flex. I was very happy that it came through, but I was like, all right, you know, this could be risky. I, I told them like, all right, playing Burkhead every week still it's very situational. Uh, actually, no, his numbers actually look better than I thought. He, well, uh, he got 15 touches, but that was a game that was kind of out of hand. I think Burkhead might be the new bruiser, to be <laughs> honest. Uh, you know, as, as good as Deion Lewis has been between the tackles, I think Burkhead is the, the bigger back, if I'm not mistaken. So Right. And uh, but, sorry, uh, all you people who drafted Mike Gillisley in round five. And James White in round nine. Yeah. Even. Right. I, Get, I know, Lewis, Lewis and Burkhead are just better fits, I think, right now. Remember, Gillisley was – I mean, he was just – that, that everybody the people loved him it was a lock metrics were great on Gillespie last year I know I get that but you know you got to think about you know even Belichick or someone else said that you know every time Gillespie was on the field he gave away the play call just about okay yeah and I think the Patriots can't have a guy like that and we, right. I think we have, to, we have to take that more into account in future years when we talk about this stuff and that's hard for us to see you saw, you know? yeah like yeah we we, right. we hear about it but that's hard for uh, I mean, even I would suggest even even for a, a tape watcher, much, much more sophisticated than I am. Oh, for sure. It, it, yeah. w- it would be still that would that's not the easiest thing to see. So. No, it, it, it's it's a season of trends that you have to kind of see after the fact that someone's like, oh, yeah, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you're not you're not you're too in the moment with with the big picture with that for fantasy. So should do you think um, the spread on is what, nine and a half? Last I saw was nine and a half. It's the, these are tricky games, man. The divisional get at Buffalo. Yeah, it's. But the the Pats. You see, I thought when I looked at that spread, my gut was, oh, the Bills actually play them well at home sometimes. And then I looked at the numbers, and it's not so much. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I, I don't know where I saw it was since Belichick's been there. It's a ten and five or whatever. Okay. And I wanted Maybe, to pick them. My gut yeah. was, you know what? This is going to be one of my upset picks. And I thought about it. I went, eh, I don't know. I, th- I think I would take the points in this in a spread for sure. I don't know. I don't think I would pick them outright to win. But I, how the Bills are just – I don't know where last week came from. And that's part of what's confusing that's, me with the Chiefs because the previous three weeks – I know one yeah. of them was the Peterman week. They got scorched by people, just destroyed. They mm-hmm. gave up 47 and 54 points. Mm-hmm. And then they go beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. I mean, what yeah, the but, hell? Yeah, in, in Kansas City especially was the weird part. Right. On that one, uh, that, I think they just that they they had time of possession and they used it. Yeah, because because right. the, the the Chiefs did nothing on offense. So again, any interest in uh, I don't know Tyrod as a streamer? Any interest? I, I think the Patriots have improved against the pass in recent weeks. I don't think it's as gaudy a matchup as it used to be. I think it's one of those one of those times of the season where it's trending downward. The, the statistical matchup, you know, you have to kind of read into it a little more at this point. Yep. I still think he's a good top 15 play just for the fact that they might have to come back on them. You er- know, Erickson has him 13th. Yeah. Look at that. So there you go. Case Keenum 10th. Goodness. Who would have ever guessed that? Hey, it, it works out for me though. <laughs> I have uh, a big, big debate on versus him versus Cam in a, in a week game this week. I think you're going Cam. Yeah, I will. I want to, especially if the cornerbacks are out for new Orleans. Well, well they're okay. probably, it sounds like they're going to play, right? Oh, maybe. Yeah. They practice Wednesday. We'll we'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, Niners, Bears, Jimmy G. That's fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would would have had the the Bears would have been a lock for me if Beathard was playing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this this game could be great in like 2020 if we had this matchup. (laughs) Trubisky versus uh, Jimmy G. Are are we I mean, do we what do we expect from Jimmy G? I mean, competence. Is that fair? Yeah. Marquise Goodwin getting better balls downfield, I think, maybe. All right. Um, 
you know, maybe, maybe not as much with, with <laughs> the, the, the tight end connections as we were hoping for the other team. Uh, Carlos Hyde still be involved heavily. Yeah. I would think a little, little, little more to be, um, take away from defense on the running game. I think, you know, a little bit more looser to, to, to run a bit without stack boxes. I think big Jordan Howard game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, Don Chalamman, you in PPR? PPR, yeah. I think I think at this point it's a it's a good you know ten point type of you know potential there at least. So yeah, I think I would. Yeah, I, I like the, you know this guy. He's not he's not spectacular certainly, but no. Um, but San Diego buried him for all that time. He had some talent. Right. He's a useful starter. I think there's something there here. Last three games, thirteen catches for one ninety five on twenty two targets. So I mean, you could. I mean, you know, he he falls in that bucket of you know, and, and in case of an emergency. Right. If I have to pick up a PPR guy, like you know, he he's in the same bucket as Jermaine Curse. Maybe yeah. better. Probably better. Um better opportunity, better better target share, I would think, than, yep. than Curse. Yeah. All right, uh let's we, see. We, we we actually forgot Pat's bills to mention the Kelvin Benjamin stuff. So Oh what's the latest um, with him? Yeah. Um he was looking doubtful. Yeah. All right. So that's you know they they call him day to day, but I think I think the torn meniscus is confirmed. I'm not, I'm not liking what I see there. I kind of written him off for, yeah. for a little while longer. So, yeah, I wasn't yeah. even paying attention. So thank you for bringing yeah. that up. Stay Jones, whatever, you know. We'll, we'll see about Jordan Matthews, but yeah. Okay. Browns Sorry, Chargers. Yeah. Oof. Josh Gordon. <laughs> and you're welcome, Matt, is the Chargers cornerbacks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's this story here, though? Casey Hayward. His younger brother was killed in a car accident. Oh wow! I, I didn't. I didn't see that. Yeah, this is oh, obviously no. terrible. That sucks. Um, he got in a car accident in Georgia. Casey Hayward left the team. Anthony Lynn said he did not know if Hayward would be back to play by Sunday. Yeah. So, mm. uh, but 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 sympathies certainly condolences to Casey Hayward's family. That's terrible. Oh man. Um. So keep that in mind, fantasy strategy-wise, obviously, as much as we hate well, to say it, this is what we're doing here. Um, yeah. what, we, just, just that aside, just in general, uh, just, just in the short, immediate term, is Josh Gordon intriguing to you at all? Wide receiver three, if anything, maybe a flex. Really? If, 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 you, if you have to go big to lock up a playoff spot, I think you have to start him. Okay. If you're really behind, like if you need total points as well, I think you kind of have to go for broke here. Okay. If you're like kind of in a safer position with your receivers, maybe I'm less inclined to do so. Okay. I'll say that. There's context with Josh Gordon. That's fair. Yeah. Um, otherwise, to, does he take from – basically, if you're a Corey Coleman owner, you are you're excited about the last you're, two weeks, right? You're happy. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think Gordon helps Coleman. You do. I don't think he hurts him. Okay. All right. That that's because he because he takes yeah. It, 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 basically, the teams could last two weeks. You would think teams probably could focus on Coleman pretty well. More so, yeah. Yeah. Um, Coleman, uh, nineteen targets, nine catches, one hundred forty four yards in his two games back after injury. He's he's a he's a talented guy, certainly. Absolutely. Um, Chargers. I mean, Keenan is going to catch you know ten more passes probably. Um, it, was, it was so funny. I was I did a. <laughs> I did radio with um, uh, Kyle and Ray on Sirius XM mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, a week and a half, two weeks ago. And they asked me about Keenan Allen, what the deal is and how disappointing he was. And I kind of and I kind of did the 
I looked at it and I said, I think it's the regression and it's going to start coming back. And boy, has he made me look just like a genius. <laughs> oh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not that that happens a lot, but it happened here. I'm like, oh, 23 pass, 23 receptions in two games since then. That's he's, pretty good. He seems to be moving better, too. I, I don't know. He looks quicker. I think he might be getting some of that old burst back. Maybe. I hope so. I love that guy. You know, because it, it, it probably took him a little bit of time after the injury last season or whatever, 2015, to kind of get some of that, you know, cut damage back. So, yep. yeah, uh, PPR, got to love it right now. Um, the other guy I want to mention real quick, um, Chargers rookie receiver Mike yep. Williams, still sore day to day, didn't practice Wednesday. Um, if you're looking for a deep dive, Tyrell Williams is in play as some sort of DFS flyer i would think yeah i i regret not playing him after the news last week before the cowboys game i'm like eh, but they, there's still too much there and then now he goes off and has, has a nice game and i lost my my matchup because of it basically gotcha so yeah i mean i want to wait on it too so i think you know we we, we we like tyrell as a receiver we don't like the situation and if the situation's improving yeah a little more a little more to that so all right giants raiders we talked about a little bit um so, no giants quarterbacks yeah. under any circumstances in any format in any play for Unless, any amount of dollars if you have a millionaire maker throwaway lineup, which we all do, obviously, <laughs> right. uh, maybe Geno Smith's your guy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so. Um, <laughs> with this in mind, with those guys in mind, yeah. How much? You know, sometimes we fall into this thing where you, you always want to, when you're playing streaming defenses, you always want to target the opposing quarterback. But how is there a threshold of how good the defense has to be? Because I feel like when yeah. when I use average defenses to do that. It works, but then sometimes I go, oh, I'm going to target that quarterback, and then I look, and it doesn't work. I go, oh, right, the defense is terrible. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, not exci- I'm not as excited about the Raiders. Okay. Um, you know, I, I keep defaulting this a lot, but I think they're just ju- just below a guaranteed start as, yeah. a, as a streamer. I think I could see them top 20. I think a lot of teams might have locked up a lot of the good defenses already for the 14 to 16 planning, you know, so maybe the Raiders are kind of left over there. Maybe you can throw them in in that case. But, yeah, I, I think it's a, a very re- resistible force for a very movable object. Right. <laughs> it's no the matchup here, as, as we like to joke about in these situations. So it, it could be ugly on both sides. But what are the what's the spread here? It is nine and a half. Implied point total for the Giants, 16.25, 41 and a half over under. Um, all right. If you if you're playing the Raiders defense, who do you want to see more of? Gina Smith or Dave, or Dave Webb? I think Smith would run into more sacks. So okay. maybe that pick sixes. I, oh, yeah. Webb's kind of a, a statue, but he gets rid of the ball quickly. Right. So that, that's kind of my take on that. It, it's kind of a split the difference, maybe. So I could I could see being OK with either one. OK. Do you have any desire? Oh, Giants, by the way, George Jenkins, IR. I see that. I think I saw. That today. Um, oh, yeah. I, I knew they were kind of saying, all right, we have nothing to play for. Let's just sit Jenkins for the rest of the year, which would make sense. Right. That, that's an easier case than Eli to, to explain to people. I guess, but so you've got yeah, he, yeah, he's reserve. Yep. You've got Raiders. No Michael Crabtree, who's got a one game suspension. Probably no Cooper. Probably no Amari Cooper. Seth Roberts, Cordero Patterson. Any interest? Uh, I, I like Patterson if DFS is, is, is in play here. OK, because I, I mean, Roberts, you know, the, the Roberts all he does is catch touchdowns. Joke hasn't applied this year. Right. So Patterson. Getting the ball in his hands early could make things interesting. You know, they like to do like the jet sweeps with him and stuff like that. I think he's a more exciting play for me if I'm taking the chance. All right. Panthers Saints. Uh, the Saints corners did not play last week against the Rams. Uh, yeah. We are recording this right now. I'm talking 1152 a.m. Eastern on Thursday. 
Um, the Saints Corners practice Wednesday. Limited, both limited, I think. So uh, I'm double checking. They appear on track to play as we're talking. Uh, Crawley and Lattimore both limited, yes. Yes. So, so it, yeah. it sounds as we're speaking that they are going to play on Sunday. Yeah. Um, and you, you are having a cam dilemma. I am. Yeah. At, at New Orleans, too. Not that that's really limited him as much in the past, but it's a different Saints defense as we've talked about. Greg Olson hobble. Devin Funches has that kind of toe issue thing, but I'm not sure if he's practiced. Let me double check that now. He didn't practice. I don't think he practiced Wednesday. You know what? I read something this morning that, you know, I mean, you know, could we all got scared about Olson when he came out of the game? It sounds like he's going to play. He's, I mean, I'm not worried that he's not going to play. I just I wonder how effective he'll be. What what it said. Rivera said something to the effect of I don't know if it was Rivera or Funches said it, it had to do with the surface they played on that the field was just mm. that beat them all up that you know hurt their legs I, and their feet and all that i did not see that yeah huh. it was interesting um, panthers insider right here there you go, you go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this guy read that i was like wow hey who, who knew right. so it sounds like they're in um our vegas stuff says pretty high point total i think right it is 48 and a half um i mean I the mean, saints backs yeah. are locks certainly michael thomas is always a lock and great matchup against the cornerbacks. So yeah, absolutely. Yep, those got those corners. I'm telling you, man, they got you, exposed over time. <laughs> you know, you remember I was I was talking about Bradbury a lot in preseason. You, and I still I, like him. I, yeah, he, I remember. He gets and he said it the other day that he there was two plays last week. There was a play that they had great coverage on Robbie Anderson, mm-hmm. and the thing is, the coverage was all over him, and they just didn't play the ball well. Right. And what he's his deal is and he said it, he said, you know, it's kind of that extra six, six inches. And they've been preaching to me all year that I, I just got to play the ball better. So, you got, I mean, he's blanketing people and they're making catches anyway sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Anderson's got that nice jump ball ability. And, then, you know, if he's going to be on Thomas, that's going to be you know tough for him to, to to defend. Maybe he'll be on Ted Ginn this week, though. So maybe, maybe. I, I think he can shut down a guy like Ginn who's just kind of like the go route guy. Yeah. You know, I, if he's on Thomas, Thomas will just I think he'll just, you know, work work him really well um so. i mean yeah all these i'm trying to think of who's who's a non-play who's a non-play that would normally do, do if you own funches and let's assume yeah, yeah. that practice well, yesterday well, was just right. a you know hey we're gonna give him a rest do the saints corners scare you off of funches or is funches too busy and too good now to worry about <laughs> yeah the target load i mean i i think olsen actually helps him being on the field yep um not not to say that Lattimore can sh- shut him down on his own but you know just a little bit maybe less bracketing on on um funches that way Lattimore's good though, man. It's it's, yeah. it's it's a it's a it's a split the difference. Make him a wide receiver three. Hope he gets ten targets and does a little bit with it. With and I think he probably will. Yeah, who was yeah. I reading about? I mentioned uh, someone tweeted today that you know, if, if Lattimore plays, he's going to shut down Funches. I'm like, I don't know. Shut down? I I don't know. I I wouldn't. I think just maybe temper. Right. Because I think Funches is a nice. You know, he's he's kind of coming around as like a nice physical target right now. Yeah. And I think Cam likes that about him. And Lattimore's what six foot one ninety two Funches I think has a bit of a height advantage on him if I'm not mistaken he right does, but Funches, Funches play Funches doesn't play as big as as he should as Benjamin does let's say right I was on his team. yeah I mean Benjamin would box people out like he was a power forward right um, Funches Funches still kind of like the I don't want to say go down immediately but you know doesn't right. doesn't have much explosiveness as he should have he's but, not playing as big right. as and I think the team has actually said that to him at certain points right. um, Rams Cardinals well, yeah. Okay. Um, um, uh, Bling Gabbert, maybe <laughs> two, two quarterback league. <laughs> I, I, 
I don't know. I'm I'm okay with what I say. I, I think the, I think the Blaine Gabbard attraction. Who's someone again? I want to attribute it the right way. I think it might have been Bucky Brooks on NFL.com said uh-huh. said I feel like lots of people so many people that the chorus is how, how on one hand how could any how on earth could anyone think Geno Smith could be a starting quarterback next year and on the other hand people right. are talking about Blaine Gabbard as a starter next year right and I think Car- Arians is the yeah. reason Carson Palmer's heir apparent type right. um, yeah Arians did have a reputation with quarterbacks at one point. I think Drew Stanton was kind of a pet project. Yeah. He always liked with the Colts and stuff. But I don't know. Gabbert, see, I, you know, the p- completion percentage wasn't good. He wasn't overly crazy with, you know, yards per attempt. You know, Ricky Seals-Jones kind of, you know, <laughs> ballooned his, his worth, I guess, for a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's something there. I'm not going to write him off. Okay. It's a, you know, like you, like you said, Jacksonville and San Francisco had no idea how to work with quarterbacks. Bruce Arians, there might be a, a molding that might be better here in this situation. And I, I like fantasy wise. I like that he can run a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. 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 Um, Rams. I mean, all systems go for everybody. Okay. The yeah. question I want to ask you here, and I, I don't know. I think I brought this up with Jake. So the, <sighs> the, the, a play, a good play this year has been the non Patrick Peterson receiver on the opposing team. It's a weekly feature. Yes. But mm-hmm. it's not cup. It's Reynolds, Right. Peterson might actually guard Cup a little bit. Okay. I mean, Peterson shadowed more than most other cornerbacks this year from what I've, I've garnered. If it's three wide, you put Cup in the slot, he probably won't follow him. And Tyron Matthew will probably be on him. So I think that's where right. Cup could really make, make his bones. So, so but, but I think what, yeah. It's the other receiver, though, because if Peterson's on Watkins I, I would and Matthew's so. with Cup, Reynolds is the guy. Reynolds caught, what, four passes last week? Yeah, he had a, he, yeah. I mean that that would that's sort of the the way that has shaken out. That's that who who's the who's the other corner? I'm losing. I lost the ah. Anyway, Tremont Williams. Thank you. But who's actually been okay? Right. Recently. But but so. there's been money to be made. There are points to be made there. Mm-hmm. And Reynolds Reynolds would be that guy logically. I think. I just trust Cup more as a receiver if he can avoid yeah. Peterson. That's you know? fine. I trust him more too. But you're but you're right about the just the pure matchup. It's the second. It's basically right. been the second outside receiver. Right. All right. Um. No one else there. Gurley's yeah. easy. Yeah. Yeah. Gurley's money. Cash. Right. Um. Eagle Seahawks. So this yeah. surprised me. I know the Seahawks are not your usual Seahawks, and the back end of the deep, they can't run at all, which is actually is somewhat usual Seahawks. Um, the, the back end, the, the, the defensive backfield has just been killed. No Chancellor and no Sherman. That's that's rough for them to deal with. It's very rough. But uh, they, you want me to lay six points against the Seahawks at home on Sunday night? Yeah, you got you got to take that. I would. I mean, I know the Eagles have been killing people. Yeah. But yeah. Well, the 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 the, the Cox Graham Jernigan Curry matchup versus that offensive line is probably what's driving a lot of that. Okay. But Wilson, but Wilson is, you know, he's probably the only guy that can work with the offensive line that he's got and make things happen. Wilson is see, that's the thing we talked about. So so you worry about the offensive line and, and you know, this this could be a game where hold on one second. So so the implied point total for them is 20 and a half, which is not high. Right. But Wilson, I mean, yeah, I'm still in. I, I think the Vegas is overestimating what Philly's done to bad teams and applying it to Seattle, which I would not do. Okay. And Seattle Seattle's has not a great flaws, team, but, but yeah. 
Seattle has its flaws, but it's still a very competent club. Russell Wilson's got 23 touchdown passes already. Yeah. Carry, carry me to locking up a playoff berth in one league already. So I'm very yeah. happy about that. And run last two weeks. Let's see. Um, last week, seven for 25 and a touchdown running. The week before, seven for 86 and a touchdown. Two weeks before that, 10 for 77. Not a lot of guys that can do that. Not a lot he's of guys that, not named Cam Newton that can do that. He's got that magic back. I mean, I, I think he's finally healthy now again. And he's, he's, he's piling up points. It's great. <laughs> Um, Eagles, usual suspects, uh, J.H.I. You don't, you don't want to play J.H.I. at this point. I think he might be the best matchup for that, that offense, though. But they don't play will, him. Will, will they, yeah, I'm saying, will they play him? I don't think so. Right. I think Blunt doesn't do much against them. Uh, you know, Clements is still the intriguing one, man. He's, he's got that great two-way game going. They like, they like filling him in for 10 touches at least a game. Yeah, J.H.I., Purely based on skill would be the one I would play, but Oof. I don't think they will. Yeah, I'm, sc- I'm scared to play. I have one league, and I think I almost feel like I have to play them, and it scares me. They're all flex guys, yeah. these Eagles running backs. Um, receivers, Ertz is fine. Jeffrey's fine. Oh, you go Jeffrey, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Seahawks running backs. Yeah. I mean, Lacey is going to be busy, but I don't know if I care. Yeah, 15 touches for like 50 yards maybe. Right. Maybe a score. McKissick, why can't I, why can't they get McKissick back? I, two yeah. weeks ago, I, I thought that was looking really good, even though he's not a big guy. Well, he he actually stretches the field for a running back. He's got that nice, you know, he's got the you know uh, burst. I guess I'm, I'm trying to say, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lacey just runs into the line and hope, hopes to get a hole. Oh God, that guy! He needs to do P90X again. Is what he needs. P P180X. <laughs> um, Steelers, Bengals. Um, Little Le'Veon Bell is not like Joe Mixon. No, apparently he, not. It did, you know, it was complete because I guess Mixon said before the you know, I can do everything he can do. Right. Le'Veon Bell just real he really hates it. It's really sticking in his craw that Joe Mixon said that. Well, the 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 margin of between these two doesn't seem to be that horrible right now, though. Maybe fantasy wise, sure, but I don't know. But Bell needs the touches right now. Yeah, he, he he did well last week. I'll I'll, I'll give him that. But he had been kind of inefficient in previous weeks before that. Lucky he has those big workloads for fantasy. Right. Hey, 12 passes. What does he have? How many catches does he have for the year now? Well, he was, he was amazing. Last week just brought him over the, the top, though. So Amazing. I love, and if I, if I hear one more person, it's not a lot of people. I feel like I hear too many people, and maybe it's just randomness that I see them. That the people saying, you know, oh, I don't like the way he runs. He sits back and waits for those holes. I'm like, what the? What? What do you mean? It's, it's their system, though. That's what they do. I know. But, they, you know, <laughs> waiting behind the line. You know what? I think, you know what it probably was? I think it was my dad said that last Oh, week. sorry. Sorry to start John's dad. But like, what, the, what are you <laughs> talking about? Do you watch him? God, the guy's great. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. So do, do the Steelers, does the Steelers defense, I mean, you're not scared away from AJ Green. You're not as excited as you would be in some weeks, but. You know, he is what he is. You're playing AJ Green. Yeah, right. He's all, he's just about matchup proof, even though he has kind of faltered here. I, I, I'll, I'll double, I'll triple down, I guess. All your usual Steeler suspects you're playing. Uh oh, Xavier Grimble, you mean absolutely touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's um? But, what's up with Juju? Uh that's a good question. Why, why can't I? I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking on the on the site. Hang on. I'm looking on the site too, and his name. Oh not well, no, up. wait. No, they haven't had a practice report. You know why? Because I'm searching Monday night. Sh- Monday night game. I'm What's searching fun? Schuster and not Smith Schuster. That's the problem. But it's also the Monday night game, so there's no practice report. 
And yeah. Tomlin said, but, uh, yeah. we'll definitely have a chance to play. But that was on Tuesday. So Yeah. And again, you're waiting for a, a, a late late weekend game to see if Mart- Martavis Bryant could be a nice play. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with that guy. Well, that's, that's not true. If Juju doesn't no, play, I could want something to do with him. It's the schedule. I mean, you got, yeah, who are you going to have as a backup? You know, Tyler Boyd? Right. I mean, if you handcuff Brian and Schuster, that's actually kind of not a bad move. But and Hopefully yeah. there's no mystery. Hopefully we hear, you know, oh, Juju's not practicing all week. He's not going to play. Well, that would well, make well, it clear. No, well, no Saturday, I think. Right. But right. Yeah. It's, it's, a tough, it's a tough spot, though, for, for a, a playoff week clinching type of game for a Brian Schuster question. Do, do you think it's not troublesome, but do you think it's odd that Tomlin brought up the week 15 game against the Patriots? He's looking past them already. Um, maybe. Like, I, I think know. there's nar- there's too much narrative to that stuff sometimes. Like, I don't, you know, I don't believe in jinxes or anything like that, but it's, right. it's weird because, I mean, I, I know he doesn't have to follow the book because other questions right. never do that, but it just seems weird to me. It's not the usual way to go about things because like the, like the old traditionalists would be like, no, you can't look past this game. You're, you're going to look to something like that. You are. But, and, but and that you, is a thing, though. You, you can won't. look past a game. I mean, I... If if I was going on the if I was going on the road against a divisional rival, even though they're not that good, I mean, that, there's not a lot of slam dunk games in this league that I no. think you want to start. You know, oh yeah, I can't wait to play the Patriots. What? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's a, it's it's non traditional approach for sure. I don't know. I I think that's somewhat overblown. Okay. To 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 not to, to, to jinx that quote unquote, but. I can see it feeling somewhat like as marginal bulletin board material as possible, I guess, for Cincinnati. But I don't know. Maybe Mixon does have a monster game and, you know, taunts Bell or something. That'd be, I, I, would, I would like it for the Twitter show, if nothing else. I would, too. I think you're right. <laughs> All right, folks, listeners to our podcast, get a free 10-day Rotowire trial. Rotowire.com slash pod. No credit card needed. That lets you check out nearly all the features on the site. Try it out now. Rotowire.com slash pod. We're almost we're not quite going to make it in under an hour. But after starting six, seven minutes with Eli, I think we, we got along in a good clip here. You're a very swift uh, MC, John. Sometimes. And as much as I, I want to stretch things out, but, you know, you keep me in line. I appreciate that. I, I know. I know. I don't know if most listeners do want to have like the hour, 20 minute podcast. I'm, I'm not I'm not sure about the demographics of that. I'm not sure either. We got to We got to do a survey. Let us know. Somehow. Let us know, everybody, if you, yep. if you like if you want us to go longer or you like you prefer the 40, 50 minute stuff. Hit us on Twitter and write in the reviews when you do the reviews on iTunes or wherever else uh, or, and, and, and the ratings. Just let us know there. Hey, this podcast is way too damn long. You can say that. Right. So, yeah. What else are you up to? Uh, I got my usual Sunday Facebook chat. Um, new niece on our rotowire Facebook page, spin through your you know line of questions with, with all the inactives kind of out already for the early games. Also be, if you guys want to li- just catch me on the radio, I'll be on ESPN radio, new Orleans this afternoon at three 30 PM Eastern time. Uh, for some reason they allow me back. Uh, cause I, I think as I'm talking up the saints all the time, that's probably why they're <laughs> yep. allowing me to be on this year. So, uh, otherwise a lot of baseball trying to work on early rankings there for myself, you know, my early projections of stuff. I, you know, I'm not, I'm no Todd Zola or Jeff Erickson or anything, but I always try to do my own to kind of understand things better. So, you know, do, with social media stuff and, and editing and stuff, I'll be picking away some of that soon. What, some, what about you? Someone in a dynasty league yeah. was trying to get Michael Waka from me the other day. Huh. How do you, how much do you like Michael Waka? He's, he, he's kind of a borderline, like his skills could be, you know, he, he could, he could really dip below what he's shown, but I think there's a lot of upside there still. Right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't sell them too cheaply because it was. It was like Pilar Plus was the offer, and I didn't. Uh, want, I didn't want that. Yeah, Pilar is whatever. Margot, would you go, Margot? 
that's a fairer one if you want the if you want the stolen bases. Yeah, I can see that. It depends on how replaceable pitching is. I think Walker's, Walker could lower that ERA a nice amount. See, I, I like and I like that the skills seem to improve a bit last year, and he's still kind of young. We had those arm troubles and all that stuff, so right. you know maybe, maybe we should be boring. Hopefully, everyone's tuned out already if they're not going to want to listen to baseball. <laughs> Save right. it for the end of the podcast. Fine, fine. No more <laughs> baseball. Okay, at least we're not talking Yankees for the one guy who hated that. Yeah. So that's good. Um, Very important week, though. I hope everyone you know gets those lineup stuff locked down for week thirteen. It's absolutely, it might be your last regular season game for a lot of you. So uh, go for that, everybody. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Roadwire Fantasy Football Podcast, sponsored by. FanDuel. Our next episode is going to be coming on Friday. Derek and I will wrap up the news, injuries, all that stuff. So please check back then. For Tim Heaney, I'm John Halpin. See you next time. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not ready hour foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.